Stars, welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this January 11th. We are officially 302 days into our quarantine edition of Live at the Roxy, which means that we are 302 days into quarantine. Good on us. Way to go, team. Few things going on in the world, few things going on in my world, still crying over empty pixels, engagement, no big deal. Posted it on my Twitter too, because I was just watching back that moment over and over and over, and then crying as I was watching the moment. She's really losing her shit. She's really losing her shit. New songs for everybody. I think that's gonna be a hit because she's really losing her shit. Uh, I have, you know, nerd stuff to talk to you guys about today. Kevin Feige, I think this was because he was doing a junket or whatever it was, but he made a bunch of different announcements, kind of vague announcements about what's going on in Marvel. So we'll break that all down together, talking about Deadpool 3 and talking about the Netflix shows and talking about X-Men and talking about T'Challa and all of that stuff. So we can kind of go through all of that. Plus, if you are like me, you were a huge Sex and the City fan. Yes, that is Sex and the City, not Sex in the City. Although I do see a lot of people calling it that. Fucking posers. Uh, and there is going to be a reboot of this, but Kim Cattrall will not be joining. Why won't she be joining? Well, if you've been paying attention, then you know. But if not, don't worry. I am going to clarify for you. Also... There are things going on in the world of your girl rocks. Uh, you know, one of which is that I'm going to get my hair done today. So I'll tell you guys all about how that transpired as well. Seems like it's not a story, but with me, it always is. Plus, Warner Brothers submitted Wonder Woman for a ton of different Oscars, including Best Picture. So Warner Brothers is making a push for Wonder Woman 1984 to be the best picture of the year. And... I am fascinated by that decision, but excited to talk about it as well. Thank you, everybody who's joining us live today. As always, we'll take questions, comments, concerns, all that from you guys in the Streamlabs and in the Super Chat and all of the that great stuff. But just wanted to start by giving some shout outs to people in here. Kanye Game Center. Uh, I wanted to say Kanye, but there's no E, so maybe just... Canny, Canny Game Center, Lloyd Nance, Stefan Zubel, Very Least, Bruce Banner, Spidey Sensei, Travis Gilbert, John Bainbridge, Matt Link, Rob Fishbeck, Mark Jason Ali, Muhammad Belsine, Mason Allen, Kevin Guadillo, Guadillo, right now and later, Glenn Caesar, Ben Jones, Pink Sweets, John Bainbridge, Matt Link, the third turd, uh, Matt Munoz, Bruce Banna. Andrew Thomas, Adventures in Nerding. We take many adventures in nerding on this show. Ryan Payne, Let Me Kill Mr. Thurn, Hitman Hudson, and so many more. Thank you guys all for joining. Chris Martinez, Prince That Wasn't Promised, Gavin, Bagel Boy, Melissa Byrne, Juan Mendez, Ace Money, BC, Murderana, 
Thunder God Cairo, just really glad that you guys are all here. And uh, I appreciate that. To Mark Jason Ali, who said he got his calendar. So excited to hear that. Also saw your email about the signature, wrote back to you. Let me know what's going on there because I would be shocked. But obviously, I believe you. So check it out. Check, 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 check it out. What, 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 what's it all about? What, 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 work, work it out. Yeah, no. How are we all doing today, says Prince that wasn't promised? That's a great question. Everybody in the chat, just by a show of numbers, on the scale of one to 10, how are you doing today? If you had to pick, this is what they ask you when you go to the hospital, they ask about your physical pain. They say, on a scale of one to 10, how much pain are you in? Now we're just talking about you. So a scale of one to 10, how are you doing? But unlike the hospital here, 10 is the best. One is the worst, 10 is the best. I'm checking in with you guys. All right, I see some a lot of middle numbers. Wow, Matt Munoz is a 10 out of 10. That's fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. A lot of mids, though. A lot of sixes, fours, some sevens, some eights. Garth's out of two. That sucks. Uh, all right. Lloyd's at a full-blown 10. Stoked on that. Mostly I'm seeing between six and four. That seems to be the range. Hopefully... Hopefully we can bring those fours to sixes, those six to eights. G Sorry, Roxy. It's G audio, like audio sound system. I know you have trouble with names. Okay, G audio. Oh, Kevin, Kevin G audio. G audio. He's got that G audio, yo. Well, uh, anybody who is in that low half, we're working on that today. And anybody who's in that high half, help bring the rest of us up. That's on you, people. Not really. It's on me. I'm going to work on it for you guys. I'm definitely in the lower half. As you guys know, I have been for a minute now, but trying every single day, eating really healthy, working out all the days. I'm on day eight today when I will, when I work out, which I haven't yet, but when I work out, it will be eight days in a row. I'm trying to hit 30, not trying to hit 30. I am going to hit 30 because when I set goals, I fucking hit them. That's the point. Let's go to the Streamlabs to start off the show before we get into any of that other stuff. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Straya. All right. Today is officially the 11th, as I said. So we are scrolling back to see what the first person said today. And that person was Jimmy Nails. I think it came in yesterday, but right after the show ended. So let's see. Jimmy Nails said, Hey, Rocks, remember those unhappy chemicals are liars. Not that it helps when you're in the thick of it. You are loved. Thank you, Jimmy. This I know. I'm using my logic to outweigh my emotions during this time because I have trained for this moment. Wendy 90s Snicker. Oh, Wendy 90s Nickelodeon girl. Speaking of Nickelodeon, it was so strange about the football game. But hi, Roxy, do you see? Uh, what did you think about the Saints game on Nickelodeon? Or did you see that? Oh, you're just talking about that. The slime cannon in the end zone and SpongeBob was cool. You see the coach get slimed after the game too. My kids loved it. And now I have them watching Nick game shows. I thought it was so weird. I don't understand how the whole deal transpired. Uh, it was hysterical that the NFL was on Nickelodeon though. That was something I never thought I would see. Whatever that deal was, that was interesting. When they got slimed, it made it feel like the whole sport was kind of a joke. But I wasn't mad at it because this season, it's like all hell breaks loose. Everything that's logical is out the fucking window. So I really don't care. Slime them all. 
slime them during the game. Just throw real slime on them in the end zone instead of that graphic. It was bizarre. So bizarre. Thank you, Wendy, for reminding me about that, though. Krista F. in the house. Krista F. says, I'm catching up on this weekend's shows. Congratulations on 300-plus shows. Your drive is inspirational, and I can't wait to see what you do this year, especially on the Schmodown. Hashtag odd for life. Yes, odd forever, baby. I appreciate that, Krista. Really, really do. And thank you for saying something about my 300 Working on it, just making my way downtown. Moody says, I'm catching up with Saturday's episode, Roxy. You just looked Steph dead in the eye and told her in no uncertain terms that Jigglypuff isn't a Pokemon. I think she almost believed you. LOL, respect. I didn't remember. I really, I'm telling you guys, I played a game in which I was Jigglypuff and it wasn't a Pokemon game. I'm telling you. Glenn Caesar in the house says, hello and good afternoon, Roxy. Love you as always. Thanks for hanging out, uh, taking the time to hang out with us. Hopefully, happy Monday. Cheers to you and all of us having much more love and laughter to fill 2021. Peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to you and the Rockstars band. Remember, everyone, you're kind, you're smart, you're important, you are worthy. So keep on being your terrific selves because I, we appreciate you as always. Hashtag smash cancer. Keep up the fight, Smets, and everyone else who's battling. We are with you. That is for sure, Glenn. We absolutely are. I had a nice long meditation today. Oh, that's great, Glenn. Hell yeah, taking care of yourself with lots of great energy that really lifted the heaviness off my chest and tightness, my back, my hips, my legs, feeling pretty good. So I'll just say that I hope you all get a chance to feel the same joy and bliss. Love that, Glenn. Thanks for always being there with us uh, and for us, RJ Skittles Chunk. I'll keep saying it because it deserves to be, it deserves to hear it as often as possible. Rocks is the best. Rocks number one. Positive thoughts and good vibes that things work out for the best for you in 2021 and beyond. Rocks, thanks, Glenn. Back to you, uh, our amazing mascot, friend, supporter, and all of those things. I really appreciate saying that. And uh, yeah, you're just amazing, Glenn. And you are always here for the rock stars. And for that, I will never, ever uh, be able to repay you. So thank you, Glenn. In the super chat, Nick Barlett says, go Browns, beating the Steelers two weeks in a row. Hope you're well, Roxy. I thought that was wild, especially with all of, I mean, your head coach was missing. Like, the, I just really thought the Steelers were going to be able to pull this one off. Imagine the stress of being a head coach and having COVID and watching a game from your TV screen. Crazy. It was crazy. NFL this season, man. It's like everybody's getting slimed. Somehow getting slimed sounds sexual when you grow up, but not when you're a kid. Why is that? And am I making that up? Or is that real? Hmm. Oh, you guys are saying Smash Brothers. Okay, yeah, I used to play Smash Bros. So was Jigglypuff in Smash Bros? Maybe that's why I didn't think he was a Pokemon. Mm, pop! Like that. You know? You dig? Going back in the Streamlabs, Apollo 3 JP says, What up, Roxanne? Hope your Monday is going swimmingly, rocking that GNR shirt. Thanks. Respect. Signed a new client today. Excited about that. So, what's the word we over the bachelor or what? The guy lost all credibility as far as I'm concerned. Wait, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Did something bad happen with um Matt? Matt James. I was like, what the hell is his name? Did something happen with him? Let me know because I missed that if they did. 
Glenn Caesar in the house again says, as always, I hope that we can all find and feel some joy in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and our years. Don't ever forget that when it gets tough, we're not alone. Even if we're by ourselves, the Rockstars and Warfriends communities are here for you. That is so true. So true. Bella in the house says, since you're eating healthy, would you mind sharing what you eat in a day? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, trying to eat healthier myself. Always depends on the day. Also depends on how much money I have that week because the more money I have, the healthier I can eat. That's just the way that fucking America is. But yeah, definitely. Um, I have in the morning, I'm usually not very good at eating in the mornings. And it depends on what everybody has a different version of what healthy is for them. Um, because people have different dietary restrictions and needs. But usually the first thing I'll do is I'll have some tea in the morning, some caffeinated tea, which again, some people will say caffeine is not healthy for you. For me, I like having tea in the morning. I have tea all throughout the day. So I have some Earl Grey, some black tea. And usually I don't like to have caffeine without at least having a bite of food. So I'll have some fruit with that. Or I will have like right now I'm looking at I have um, uh what the fuck is it called? It's like this paleo granola mix that I have. that has got a bunch of nuts in it uh, that I really like. Or I love those bars that I've showed you guys before. I'm trying to think the name of it. It's called OO cookie dough, but I don't know the manufacturer name. But if you look up OO cookie dough, there are these bars and it's got all natural ingredients in it. And uh, I'll do something like that. And then I try to, for lunchtime, I try to kind of hit all the things, mostly protein and veggies. So I'll usually have like a piece of salmon and some spinach or some broccoli and some chicken or something green and something protein. Um, and then maybe a side of like brown rice or um, a sweet potato or something like that. And then dinner time. Okay. So like, I'm trying to think about what I had yesterday. Um, I had chicken piccata so that I had chicken piccata and then I do gluten-free pasta but that's not necessarily healthier for you so it was chicken piccata and gluten-free pasta so it's not like I'm doing anything insane and then usually I'll have like a, a piece of dark chocolate this is the bar that I'm on right now this is a cashew butter and pure vanilla bean dark chocolate bar and I'll have a piece of that or something because I don't believe in not giving into your cravings at all so pretty much just 90% of my diet, 80% of my diet is protein and veggies. And then I'll sprinkle in a little carbs and a little sweets. I think as long as you're doing 70% or more healthy, then that 30% can be a little different. But then again, everybody's body is totally different. But when I'm not eating healthy, you know, I'll end up having pasta for two meals a day. Um, and then on top of that, I'll have ice cream and cookies and cake and all of that stuff. So just trying to keep it as close to the ground as possible and as clean as I can. Hopefully that helps a little bit. I'm sure for some of you guys, you're like, that was fucking boring. But hopefully for some of you guys, that was helpful. I can start sharing with you guys every day if you want what it is that I'm eating that day. Today, I am I actually just ordered something. Usually I cook at least uh, once a day. And, but today, because I have to jet right after this, let's see, what did I, I honestly don't even remember what I got. Oh, I ordered from this restaurant in West Hollywood called Hugo's that I really like. I usually get a brown rice bowl there that I love, but I wanted to try something different. So I got the power of green salad. So that's got in the salad, it's like broccoli, avocado, kale, spinach. Um, and then I get chicken with it as well. And it's got uh, 
cherry, like whatever that is. So anyway, that's, that's what I'm having for lunch. Um, and then I think later on I'll probably have a smoothie because now that I'm into those. And then for dinner tonight, I'll probably make some grilled shrimp and zucchini, something along those lines. <laughs> now you guys know. I ordered the OO cookie dough just now. Laugh my ass off, says Pink Sweet. So let me look it up. I want to make sure you got the right thing. OO cookie dough. Is it a bar that looks like, oh, it's by True Woman. Uh, women, woman, woman, woman. Why am I having a hard time? Is it woman or women? Woman, 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 women. How do you say that word? Woman, women, women, woman. No, I'm talking about with an E, woman, women, woman. Wow, I don't know. How do you, woman? Woman. Okay. Anyway, true woman. Uh, thank you to Pink Sweets who put that up there. It, it, they are so good. They are a little pricey, I will say. I think it's like $3 a bar. But I order them in bulk, and they are so good. They were started by these um, this Jewish couple who lit, who started selling them out of this local coffee shop by me. So I started getting them and now they've blown the fuck up. I saw they're on Amazon. I think they're on target. Like these are delicious bars. I've been repping them for so long. They don't know I'm repping them. It's not like I'm paid to rep them, but I brought them on the show. Okay. Pink sweet says woman, woman, woman. What was the other version other than woman? Guys, losing her shit, she's a woman, losing her shit, it's a woman, woman, no, not woman. <sighs> All right, going back into the stream labs before I drive myself fucking insane. Bella, thank you for the question. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Uh, Hitman Hudson says, favorite Guns N' Roses song for me, uh, it's Mr. Brownstone. I thoroughly enjoyed myself last night. Oh, yeah. On the world, girls. Any tips for finding the internal motivation to clean your room? You were great on the show last night. Uh, you were a total hit. And honestly, I think we are all very excited, hopefully, for you to come back monthly if you can, because that would be great. Inspiration for cleaning your room. I just know how much better it makes me feel. Like every time you go into my room, and I'm not saying this to brag, but it's clean. There's never like a, uh-oh, fuck, what am I going to do? My bed is always made because every morning when I wake up, I make my bed. Um, unless there's something crazy going on and then I'll do it in the afternoon. But like I don't get into bed at night with it not being made. I, even if I don't have time to like fully like clean the floors or whatever. I just feel so much better when I walk into my room and things are organized because I have too much going on in my life to have messiness around me. I wasn't always like this. I will tell you guys, I used to have legit no organization in my room. My shit was a mess everywhere. But as I got older and as I got busier, I was just like, I cannot fucking handle this. Um, and so I think out of necessity is how it happened. In terms of my favorite Guns N' Roses song, I think it's Patience. I really love that song. There's some be beautiful, brilliant covers of it, including Chris Cornell, who did an incredible cover of Patience that was released after he passed only a few months ago, I think. 
but that song to me is really phenomenal. Um, but then there's like some hard, more hardcore ones that I really love. So Guns N' Roses are a great band. They really, really are. My dad promoted them and he actually got me the shirt. Um, it's an old school shirt, which I love when he does that. I told you as my dad doesn't really do presents for like my birthday or the holidays, but when he feels like I've accomplished something or he just like thinks that I'm doing a good job, he'll send me something, which I think is so freaking sweet. Uh, Pink Sweet says, my closet is I'm tragic, but my bed is made. My closet sometimes gets tragic too, but then once a week I really try to like reorganize it because it sucks in the morning when you're trying to get dressed and you take 10 minutes longer because your shit is disorganized. So just out of necessity, I always, always am trying to just make sure that I make my shit just a little more clean. Uh, what do you guys think for Guns N' Roses? What's your favorite song? John Bainbridge says, November Rain. Um, Joseph Ashley, November Rain, and You Can Be Mine. Uh, yeah, I need to reorganize my shit, says Jake Yacoveta. I feel that. I feel that. November Rain. A lot of November Rains in here, guys. Welcome to the Jungle, of course. I think that's for a lot of people as well. Yeah, there's just something about patience that's always stuck with me. Oh, Glenn's is patience too. I love that. It's really beautiful. I think I could cover that song. I know from this show, you guys probably think I'm a trash singer, but I actually can carry a tune and I think I could do a good job with that. Just throwing that out there. Just putting it out there. Thank you, Hitman Hudson, for the comment. Keep them coming. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or right here in the super chat. Glenn Caesar says, once again, since it deserves and still needs to be said, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankinson, Jonathan Langley, Russ the Cops of Co, Brianna Taylor, all three of them for killing Brianna Taylor. Justice for all of the lives lost due to excessive force. Absolutely. Thank you for always reminding us, Glenn, and always keeping us, holding us um, to a higher standard in saying so. I definitely appreciate that because we're not going to fucking stop talking about this on the show. Um, interestingly enough, uh, I see that Peggy is back in here with us. Hey, Roxy, get it? You could be mine. I do get it, Peggy. Uh, it, this is an interesting transition, but one of the things that, and uh, Peggy, this isn't about you in particular, but I'll let you guys know because some of you guys have been asking me, what is my Schmodown strategy and how am I looking at people and, and who am I going to be drafting? And I'm doing a lot to figure this out. Part of it's talking to my people. Part of it was putting in the Facebook group. Part of it is watching the fan leagues. Part of it is watching people's YouTube channels, all of that. But one of the things that I'm doing that I don't know if other managers are doing, and I don't know that this is the right thing to be doing, but I'm just throwing this out there that I am doing it, is that I am looking for people's political beliefs. Um, and that sounds kind of crazy, but in the time that we're in right now, there's a couple rookies who seem like they are phenomenal. And I have looked through their stuff and I have seen that they might not necessarily carry the same beliefs as me and my team. And when there's so many great players, that's something that I'm looking at. And I know that that sounds crazy and that seems like it has nothing to do with movie trivia. But when I have the responsibility of representing these people and managing these people, and I'm doing things like leading studying sessions and um, and making sure that people are able to speak to one another. I think my Postmates is here. Um, 
Hi. You can just leave it at the door. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Postmates is awesome. So, oh, he's so sweet. Uh, so that's something that I need them to be able to get along. And as you guys know, I have some extremely, extremely liberal people on my team, myself included. And if some of the rookies or some of the people in the draft don't believe in some of the things that at my core, I, I need to be able to feel comfortable representing them, then that doesn't work. A lot of you guys are pointing out Chris Jericho, um, who obviously has been on my team is a really close friend of mine, or is a friend of mine, and um, is somebody that I care a lot about. Um, and Jericho, and I don't want to reveal these conversations publicly, because it's up to him to do but Jericho and I have had a lot of private conversations about this because I'm not somebody who shies away from it. And I know that he is a celebrity, but I'm still the manager of the team. And uh, I have talked to him and feel comfortable knowing what he believes, which is absolutely without a doubt. And again, he can talk about this further as he wants, but without a doubt, he believes that black lives matter. And he is, um, somebody who believes in LGBT, LGBTQIA rights. And um, he also is not part of the studying sessions, but I believe him to be a good person despite having different priorities necessarily than some of the other people on my team. So I absolutely have done what you guys have said. And uh, by let's, I mean, just you actually says G Smith. What are you talking about? Oh, let's go Peggy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's the point is that I just wanted to put that out there because there have been, especially there's a group of people who keep right now who are um, being, their names are getting repeated over and over again in the fan leagues and um, for the best rookies. And so I've been looking through their Facebooks and I've been looking at their socials as much as I can. And I've been looking, um, and Peggy, you're passing with flying colors, but I just wanted to let people know when they're recommending people. And some people are asking me why certain people aren't on my radar because I'm not going to have somebody on my team who doesn't believe that black lives matter. And I'm not going to have somebody on my team that is not wholeheartedly in the belief that uh, well, and any of the things that you guys know, I stand up for every single day on the show, because it's just not going to work for the rock stars. So that's something that I've been looking at also, which is taking me quite a bit of time. I feel like I'm doing like running background checks on people, which is kind of psychotic. Uh, and then I also have to talk to the rest of my team, the three people who I'm making offers to and figuring out who they want and who's good support for them and um, who they see potential in. and you know, I'm still watching everything and doing everything. So these are all things that are helping make my decision right now. Uh, I won't lie. Peggy coming in here in the chat all the time makes, does make me feel uh, closer and more connected, but you know, we're already talking. So uh, that's a, a different situation. What the fuck did I just mumble and say, you guys ever start saying a sentence and you're like, what is, what, where was I intending on going with that? That's a different situation for a different setting. Was that what I just said? What setting? What situation, Rox? 
All we need is just a little patience. This we fucking learned. All right, moving forward, let's uh, go back into the Streamlabs and then we will talk about some of this news that is going on in the Marvel world because apparently twenty, the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021 is just all Marvel all the effing time. Actually, let's just talk about it right now. In, in the world of Marvel, Kevin Feige was talking and Kevin Feige started... Uh, sharing some things that I think a lot of us probably already knew, but it was interesting to hear him say some stuff about Deadpool three, Deadpool three will be R rated. This was a point of contention because when people realized that this was going to dead, uh, when this was going to Disney, was this going to be R rated? Would they do that? Yada, yada, yada. But Deadpool three is in the works at Marvel studios and it will be R rated. So I think a lot of people feel like Feige really sees this character, understands that this was necessity and respect this decision. The quote was Ryan's overseeing a script right now. It will not be filming this year. Ryan is a very busy, very successful actor. I love that because a no shit. Like <laughs> Ryan, in case you guys don't know, Ryan's very busy, successful actor. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, this we this we know. This we know. But he says it's not this year. That feels like a next year thing to me. And it being R-rated when it does come and it being in the works. I loved the first Deadpool. I loved the second Deadpool. I know a lot of people didn't love it as much, but I thought it was really, really strong. And I'm excited about this decision. Also something that I think a lot of us knew was coming, but it was nice to hear him confirm that X-Men MCU reboot is still under discussion at Marvel Studios. He said, rest assured, this, uh, the discussions have been long and ongoing internally. I'm pretty sure there was no world in which X-Men was not going to be involved in it was not going to get rebooted in the MCU. How are you going to have the rights to X-Men and do nothing with them? So we all saw this coming. And of course their discussions have been long and ongoing internally, but I like that he's even acknowledging it because we don't get much acknowledgement of what they're planning on doing with the X-Men. Um, and if, if they're talking about Deadpool, then why aren't we talking about X-Men? So I'm excited for whatever this ends up looking like. My attention obviously is a little more on Fantastic Four because I think that we've had some great X-Men movies. We've had some horrific X-Men movies, but we have not had that fan four movie yet that we deserve. So when it comes to those two properties, I'm looking more towards fan four, but I'm always excited about an X-Men MCU reboot. You guys know that I actually really liked, and she's going to blank right now. Hmm. Okay. Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor-Joy. That dude from Stranger Things who had a bizarro accent. Can she get there? I feel like it's like three words or something. What the fuck was the name of that movie that just came out? New Mutants. It's two words. New Mutants. Thanks, Matt Munoz. I really like New Mutants. Uh, clearly not enough to remember the name, but enough to talk about it on this show and, and for a long period of time when nobody else wanted to talk about this movie had a great love story in it. It was uh, like kind of like a, a bottle movie where we only were in one place the entire time and I was kind of down for it. It felt small and different. I was here for it. Some whack-ass accents. But other than that, I like New Mutants. So 
in my opinion, we can't get back to we can't get back to it fast enough. I know we're not going to go back to that. Although I do think that a lot of those actors deserve a chance to play those characters again, but that certainly will not happen. There's other things that were announced to T'Challa will not appear in Black Panther 2, neither recast nor CGI. We had already heard that this was probably what was happening, but Kevin Feige in this press junket kind of just confirmed that. He also said that some of the Spider-Man 3 rumors are real and some are fake. Now, that was interesting because which is which? Some are real and some are fake. So does he mean of all the casting rumors? Because of all the casting rumors, which ones do you guys believe are fake? It just feels like at this point, if you're not invited back to the to the uh, Spider-Man camp out, then you are clearly disliked because everybody and their cousin is coming back for Spider-Man. So I don't know if you are the like one major actor or villain or whatever that is not invited back. Whose cereal did you piss in? Somebody's. You pissed in somebody's cereal. Probably Kevin Feige's. You pissed in Kevin Feige's cereal? It's not smart. We got to stop doing that, people. We got to stop doing it. He also revealed the lengths of some of the Disney Plus shows. He says that She-Hulk is going to be 10 30-minute episodes. So that's pretty cool. I think that that's perfect. I like that we're getting 10 episodes. I was scared that some of these were going to be six episodes long, you know, kind of like this next announcement that Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki and Moon Knight are all going to be six episodes. And here's the thing. Runtime, this is actually more because Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki and Moon Knight are all going to be 40 to 50 minutes and they're getting six episodes. So if they are 50 minutes, six episodes, that's about the same as 10 minute, 10 episodes for 30 minutes. But for some reason, when we're releasing things weekly, She-Hulk feels like it gets a lot more love and burn at 10 episodes for 30 minutes than Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Loki, and Moon Knight get at 6, 40 to 50 minute episodes. I kind of understand for Loki and for Falcon, the Winter Soldier, to be honest, that they're getting six because we already saw so many, we already saw so many, we saw these characters so many times and like we're wrapping up stories and we're just kind of touching upon some stories, but for moon Knight to only have six episodes, I wonder why, why was that decision made? Why would we introduce moon Knight at only six episodes? And that 40 to 50 minutes is kind of strange because say that moon Knight is, Say that Moon Knight is 40 minutes, six episodes. Give me more, give me, give me more. I mean, I don't want to be that millennial sitting here banging my fist like I just did in demanding, but if we're going to dive into Moon Knight, really go in there, go in deep. I think that probably there will be multiple seasons of Moon Knight though. And I don't know that there will be multiple seasons of Falcon, the Winter Soldier and Loki. Those seem like maybe one-off miniseries, but we will have to see. I also don't like when they are stuck to certain time constrictions. Like I loved how Mandalorian could kind of be however many minutes it wanted. So I like this 40 to 50 minutes because it gives us a nice little range. Interesting announcement from him. Uh, also, there was talk about the Netflix Netflix shows. And Feige kind of says, never say never. Oh, Ryan Payne is saying eight to nine episodes for Moon Knight. 
No, I think they said six. What's making you say eight to nine? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, the never say never with Netflix things. I wasn't shocked because there's been so much love for Daredevil. I feel like that's the theme of the show today. I wasn't shocked. I'm like trying to prove to you guys, I know what I'm talking about. No, a lot of things shocked me, but these didn't shock me. But I, I don't think it will be in the same way that we had the individual seasons. Like I don't see us getting a brand new season of all of these shows of, of um, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Daredevil and he who must not be named, even though I liked iron fist. Like I don't necessarily see all of those getting full blown seasons, but maybe we do do another defenders or maybe there is a, a Luke Cage Daredevil one season or something, or maybe Daredevil starts popping in left and right to different places. We already have it rumored that he's going to be in Spider-Man. Maybe that's the rumor though, that Kevin Feige is saying it's not true. Ryan Payne says, I want eight to nine episodes. Sorry, rocks. I thought you were giving me uh, new information, but you were not. You were not. This suit is black. Not Loki has two seasons confirmed murderana. Okay. So that's 12 episodes. But 12 episodes is the length of one season. Like, what kind of shows are six seasons long? I know I'm whiny and being bitchy about it, but come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight, Redford Reddington. I don't know that we had that officially confirmed, even though it seemed like it was confirmed. But I don't know if that's for, tr for sure. Peggy says British shows. Yeah, British shows are shorter. That is true. And they do a lot of things better than we do. Although they had Brexit, but we have what happened at the Capitol this week. So all things considered, I don't think either of us have it fully right. Peaky Blinders only six episodes of season two. That show is excellent. All right. The first season of Parks and Rec, I think, was only six episodes too, but that season sucked. Six episodes means a long movie, says Jeff Weisberg. Yeah, Jeff Weisberg, I agree that a long-ass movie, but not even really because... Say that they're all coming at 40 minutes. You do the math. Not because I can't. But just because I can't. Woman. 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 You know? Let's go into the Streamlabs. See what you guys are thinking about all this Marvel stuff. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. And then I got to get to more topics. Because then we got to get the fuck out of here. All right. Mark Jason Ali says... Hi, RJ Chunk Skittles. I don't know if you saw my message, but it was my bad. The signatures look like part of the photo at first glance. Thank you for the calendar and the lovely message on the back. It'll be treasured. Hashtag smash cancer. Hashtag Chunk 302. I think, yeah, it is 302. I'm good. I'm so glad to hear that, Mark. Because um, I was like, huh, that would be so weird if they weren't signed. Yeah, we tried to make them look good with the photo. So hopefully that was cool with you. Uh, Garth Harkness McMurray said, I'm in the hospital in Boston now. Nothing major, just lots of small stuff. Oh, yeah. Garth, you told us we were going there. So we're thinking about you. Not we were going there. You were going there. But we're really with you. Thanks for being a bright light in a dark day. Congrats to Sean Whalen on his engagement. And Schmodown fans, please come join the renamed The Stars Face uh, the Stars Fan Group on Facebook, I run. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for running that, Garth. And yes, congratulations to Sean Whalen, my acting coach. Uh, he did get engaged. I was part of the engagement because he had their closest friends record these videos to send in, cheersing them. And I recorded one of them, and then I talked to him on the phone yesterday and talked to his amazing fiance as well. Um, we chatted with each other, and 
yeah, I'm just really excited for him. So it's awesome. Uh, Apollo three JP in the stream lab says Aaron Sorkin to write and direct being the Ricardos, Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem to star as Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. I don't know rocks. I just don't know. Sorkin is a phenomenal writer and an okay director. Is that true? Did that just get announced? Cause I did not see that before my show started. Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. I don't know how somebody's going to beat Deborah Messing at this point. Nicole Kidman's pretty great at everything she does. My only concern is that, and I don't mean this with any shade because women got to do what women got to do in this industry is a fucking bitch. But Nicole Kidman has a hard time moving her face at this point. And, and Lucille Ball is so fucking expressive. So that's tough. Um, and Javier Bardem as Desi Arnaz. I see that. It wouldn't be who I immediately saw, but I do see that. Aaron Sorkin as the writer. They are both big talkers. They're talker and walkers. So that might work. Hmm. Unless you just make it up. Just made that up. But if that was announced, then I'm kind of with it. Totally agree. Deborah Messing would be fantastic. She was. She is. Uh, gosh. All right. Let's keep going uh, and talk a little bit about Sex in the City, guys, because Sex in the City, there is a reboot. It is coming. It is going to be a 10 episode series, I believe. And it is going to have um, everybody except for Kim Cattrall. It's kind of a big deal, guys. It's kind of a big deal that we have everybody coming back except for Kim Cattrall. That is kind of uh, a deal breaker for a lot of people. The fact that Carrie and Charlotte and Miranda are all going to be there and Samantha is not. Samantha is one of the more loved characters, if not the most loved character on the show. And for those of you guys who don't know, the reason that Kim Cattrall is not coming back is because Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker have major fucking beef. Major fucking beef. More so, Kim Cattrall has major beef with Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker is who the show is around. I believe Kim Cattrall probably would have come back if Sarah Jessica Parker wasn't, but there's no way you're going to do sex. And the only person you can't do sex in the city without is Sarah Jessica Parker. Right after that is Kim Cattrall, but... They're just going for it. And I get it. I love Sex in the City. It pains me how much that these people hate each other or how much Kim Cattrall hates Sarah Jessica Parker. I think she probably has really good reason. It's come out over the years. There's been a lot of tension. But Sarah, Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker does this thing that would fucking destroy me. And I get why Kim Cattrall gets so annoyed by it. When something's going on in Kim Cattrall's life, something negative is happening, Sarah Jessica Parker will put out these like Instagram Posts being like, I know we've had a falling out, but I still love you. And and just so you know, um, I'm hoping the best. I think this was like somebody in Kim Cattrall's family died or whatever. And Kim Cattrall writes back and she was like, bitch, if you had anything to say, you have my phone number. Text me. You just want the world to know that you're reaching out to me. If you really cared about me, you would reach out to me privately. And that seems to be something that Sarah Jessica Parker has done multiple times throughout the years. So I'm not saying that Kim Cattrall could sh uh, uh, should come back. I am saying that Every single one of these women is making over a million dollars an episode for 10 episodes. So they are making over $10 million on coming back for this reboot. I don't think there's anybody on the planet that I hate enough to turn down $10 million for. I'm going to be perfectly honest here with you guys. I probably, I was going to tweet this out, but I was like, probably should just save this for the rock stars because they'll understand me. I think as much as I hate them, like, and really truly hate them, 
I think if I was offered to do a show with Donald Trump for $10 million, I think I would do it because your girl's broke and $10 million is so much money. Like I could take half of that and give it to an amazing cause and feel better about it. But like turning down $10 million because you have a little beef with somebody, you must be in such a good position. And Kim Cattrall is probably in a great position and $10 million probably doesn't mean as much to her. But guys, I don't know. I don't know that there's a world in which there's anybody standing next to me that I don't take $10 million. Like, I know that's bad. I know that's bad. Legoland says, but for Kim Cattrall, 10 million might not be that much. And honestly, some people might not put money first. I know, I know. And that's amazing. I think she's doing the right thing for her health and sanity and obviously is making a uh, difficult choice for herself. I'm not saying that she shouldn't make this choice. I'm just telling you guys, I think myself as a good person. I think myself as a whole person. I think myself as a, as a person with virtue and, and respect. But for $10 million, I would do a lot of shit. A lot of shit. I don't know many things I would not do for $10 million. I, I really don't. I mean, I don't, I'm scared to start speaking right now because I was about to just start saying things that I would do for $10 million. And like, probably I should just zip my mouth on that one. But like, definitely a lot of things. I would definitely do so many things. $10 million, over $10 million. Imagine being able to turn down $10 million because you have beef with somebody. Like, nah, I'm good. You do your show. I'm good. Haley Matthews, my friend in the house, says, I don't think Kim has $10 million. She must really hate her. Hell, they can cast me. I know. That's the thing. Like, unless somebody injured on purpose a family member of mine, I just think I take it. And I'm just like, all right. And then you do your scene and then you go in your fucking dressing room. I'm not saying Kim Cattrall should have. I'm just saying me personally. Not much I would turn down for $10 million. John Bainbridge says she's worth $60 million. Yes, so $10 million more would be $70 million. Imagine what you could do with $70 million. You do so much fucking shit. I can make all the movies. I can make my movies. I can pitch my pilot. I can give so much away and like help majorly with the National Brain Tumor Society or vaccinations. Like remember Dolly Parton gave $1 million to Moderna and it was like a huge fucking deal. You give so many, so many millions. Math, yo, says Pink Sweets. Critical Role raised million in Kickstarter, so could Roxy. LOL, Garth. That would be amazing. I really do want to make my movie though. I certainly could do it for a million dollars. The question also is, how are they going to deal with her not being on it? A lot of people are saying they should kill her off. I think there's no way because Sex and the City is always going to hold out hope that Samantha comes back. I think they're just going to make reference to it a bunch of times. Oh, she's in Paris with this guy. Oh, she's fucking this dude in France, which is where Paris is. Say a different place, Roxy. In Rome. Oh, she's on a work trip in Dubai. Like, whatever it is. I think they're just going to have her bounce around and just kind of reference her and that will be it. That's kind of just all I can think. How annoyed can you be if you're getting paid $10 million? Come on. Oh, $10 million. Just Ashley says, I'd be happy. Go. I'll be happy. Go have $10,000 right now. She tripping. I know. Liz Burns says, thank you for being honest. LOL. You guys know I come on the show every day and I'm like, 
you have to do what feeds your soul and you have to do what's right and make the healthy decisions for yourself. And then I'm like, but for $10 million, that's a different story. That's a horse of a different color. Just being upfront with you guys. All right, moving forward, because we can't just talk about all the things I would do for $10 million for that long. Get in your last minute Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or Super Chats. What would you do for $10 million? And if you were Kim Cattrall, would you have taken this? And how do you want them to handle the character of Samantha now that Kim Cattrall will not be returning to the Sex in the City reboot? Are you still excited for the show? Have you never watched it in the first place? All of that in the comments, in the Super Chat, in the Streamlabs. While we get to Warner Brothers, who is officially submitting Wonder Woman 1984 for Best Picture nomination at the Oscars. Let me read the list of things that they are submitting for. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actress, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, Best VFX, and Best Score. Here are the things I completely understand on this list. Best Score, Best VFX, Best Sound, Best Cinematography. I even understand Film Editing. I understand best actress. I think that that's a uh, why that would be wild, but I understand it. But best picture and best adapted screenplay, guys. This movie didn't do that well. I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about audience wise and critically. I mean, I don't even. I haven't even checked in a while. What is Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. What? Where are we at? Let's see. Wonder Woman eighty four for Rotten Tomatoes has a. 60% on the tomato meter and a 74 audience score. That is not very good. It's not awful. Just like I didn't, I, I liked the movie, but for, for your, this is the one like Wonder Woman. I would get it. I would get if you submitted Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman 84. Huh? Just strange move. Warner brothers. I guess they're thinking in a year in which Palm Springs is going to be submitted, which, by the way, I love Palm Springs. I just think in other years, probably that wouldn't be the caliber of film being submitted. And that probably makes my top 10 of the of the year. I don't think that I think they're just like, fuck it. Let's try it. Let's throw our ring into the hat. Hat into the ring. I've said that twice today. Ring into the hat. It's not what it is, Roxy. Shoot your shot. But like. Kind of a strange move. I do think it could end up getting some of those other ones as one of the bigger films that was released, like score and editing, um, sound, VFX, that kind of stuff that I understand. But best best film? That would be shocking. Truly shocking. Bruce Banner says, that's a weird decision. I think that's a nice way of putting it. I mean, Warner Brothers, I see you, I guess. You guys were intending on putting Dune up for all this stuff. Dune didn't come out this year, and you guys are like, mm, Wonder Woman? Should we just do Wonder Woman? Who do we have to pay $10 million to accept Wonder Woman? $10 million? Anybody? Going once? Going twice? Kim Cattrall? No? All right. We are getting out of here because I have to go and get my hair did. You guys know I've had a really, really hard time the last few days, like, surviving. And, um... I have an audition that I have to film tonight um, and or tomorrow. And my hair I, has not been done in months. You guys can see my roots. I look like I'm a brunette, but really I'm trying to be a blonde. And so I got to get those filled. Um, and so luckily I am doing like an outdoor, just me and my hairdresser who's God sent I haven't seen anybody other than Grammy and Popo in 
over a week. So, and before that, it was for the World Girl shoot, which we all were tested prior to. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go do that because you got to do something for your own sanity sometimes. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be more blonde. She's got to get a blonding girl. What just happened? Who the fuck knows? All right, I'm getting out of here, but I will be back tomorrow. I'll be on SEN tomorrow morning, and then I will be back live at the Roxy tomorrow after noon. Uh, I do want to, I did want to mention, there's a lot of stuff going on in the political world right now, too. To be honest, I talk about it every day, and I just didn't really fucking feel like talking about what's going on today. There's been hacks that have been taking place. There's been politics, obviously, taking place left and right, and things that are frustrating and scary and strange um and you know with the the house pushing for trump to be um, what is it called 25 you're not to get removed from office and everything there uh there's just a lot there's a lot going on so if you guys are seeing all that i'm seeing all that too try to stay safe and sane keep yourself informed but also keep yourself healthy and there's only a certain amount that we can do 25th amendment. Thank you. Yeah. It's not impeached Legoland because if he was impeached, it's different. The 25th amendment removes him. So that's why they're trying to use the 25th amendment because apparently that's different than impeaching somebody because it means that they can't actually come back. So it's just an immediate removal in the last few days, um, which I apparently is different. <laughs> Legoland. Oh, go get 25. It's where my brain is right now. Like, what the fuck? Taking last minute Streamlabs before I get out of here. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Ace Money says, hey, Rox, Wonder Woman 1984 script is trash. <laughs> and the movie as a whole is not very good. This is the opinion of me, most of my geeky friends, and most of my internet. Warner Brothers is smoking rocks. <laughs> what a nice note to end on today, guys. Well, Warner Brothers, quit smoking rocks. I love you guys, but apparently some people think you're on that. You're on that rock life or impeachment, two different options. Impeachment has multiple options. All right. Yeah. It's a fucking politics. Did that wake you guys up? Much love everybody. Stay safe. Stay sane. Put your toilet seats down in the lids. We got to make sure that those plumes slash flumes don't go flying everywhere. Make your bed. The first way to start by organizing your room is just starting every day with making your bed. It takes two extra minutes. You can do it. I believe in you. Oh boy, see you guys tomorrow like the blonder, badder bitch that I am. What? She'll have a better way with words in the morning. Or not. <laughs>